whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, on WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday. WPTF and Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Campbell. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Hey Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Art Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Bruce Cooley, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Waynetta is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. With a nocturne, we send as our best. This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayleigh and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener Program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF at 1010. Mike Rayley here. Ann Clapp is on vacation. The extraordinary Rufus Edmonston, who uh, has quite a vocabulary. Part of it legal, part of it cultural. Is <laughs> <laughs> former Attorney General, Secretary of State, and he's campaigned everywhere, even in Clarksville, Virginia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and in Georgia. You, uh, some holler in Georgia you uh, you went into by accident. You just crossed the state line, and is that yeah. the, is that true? Oh my goodness, I was up. Or is there. that a? I was no. This is very true. I was campaigning for governor in in Clay County, North Carolina, and I took this little road down uh, down a piece, stopped at the store, and I said, uh, "I'm Rufus Edmiston. I'm running for governor." He said, "What state, son?" I said, "Well, North Carolina." He said, "Heck, you're you're in Georgia, boy. You're in the wrong state." 
You know, so, we, so I campaigned in Georgia. I don't know whether I got any votes there or not. Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't think we even ought to talk about that. A, a lot of things happen on the campaign trail, but <laughs> but I'm I'm happy now because I'm a recovering politician. Yeah, don't have and, to worry and, about it. And anymore. almost there. Just I'm. I'm yeah. Out of yeah. ninety nine steps, I'm about about uh, eighty. <laughs> Let's. Uh, we're going to talk to somebody from Georgia coming up here in a minute. Uh, Ray has uh, been waiting. He's in Nashville, North Carolina. Morning, Ray. How you doing? Well, good morning. How you doing? We're couldn't be better. Wouldn't be able to live with myself if I was. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to. Uh, this afternoon, I got to run up to catch those grandkids and the boss lady and. Uh, Oh, that's right. You, you, you. Uh, how, how about the greenhouses? Have you built a greenhouse? You were calling about greenhouses at one time. <laughs> I took the yeah. words out of my mouth. I yeah, that was almost too much of a success. Oh, uh, she put it on the uh, this. I don't know this growing site thing she's got going on. Pumpkins on a. Uh, I don't know. She's something about gardeners all over, and and I got people. Asking me about the plans for that, and you all know what little bit I call in. I, you know, I just put it together as I go. Okay, this is enough here. Put that there. And, but anyway, it turned out really well, and I might have created a monster. Well, what do you got in there? Oh man, she got every plant known to man, and some I, I've never seen before, and they're all successful. It is ridiculous. So, did you buy raw materials and and build it, or did you build a well, buy a kit? Oh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that. Uh, the only thing I bought, uh, I got a lot of scrap wood and stuff and everything. But but she did the decor painting. The uh-huh. only thing I bought was the uh, plastic greenhouse. Uh, what do you, what do you call that? It's like a clear plastic. And yeah, four greenhouses. Mm-hmm. I slapped that on there, but uh, and I put her uh, flower beds. Well, I call them flower beds. Put it by a window because I put her a couple windows in there. And it turned out really good. But the thing is now, uh, the question I have is, last night she brought a pot out to me while I was going, uh, taking care of Stubbia, making sure she had her food and water and everything. She's the one that fertilizes everything for us. And uh, she, uh, I got her done, and she put a plant in front of me. And I said, yeah, that's pretty. What is? She goes, it's a gourd. I don't know. I got a seed for it. I just put it up. This thing's shooting up everywhere. And I, I said, I don't know what to do with a gourd. And I thought, maybe you guys... But what's she supposed to do with a gourd? I don't know, but this plant's going nuts. Uh, well, I know if you dry them, that they, yeah, just plant it and let it grow gourds, and then harvest the gourds and let the kids the, paint the them. Little uh, mosquito-eating birds, the martins like you can make a mm-hmm. martin houses out of, yep. out of gourds. Martin and, house. Yeah, and all kinds of stuff you yeah, can make crafts, out of gourds. All kinds of stuff. People, yeah, people have. They, there's a gourd society in Raleigh, in the Raleigh area. It used to be a the one in. Uh, Andrew. Uh-huh. Well, I work in Raleigh a lot, and I, I see uh, uh, it almost look like a gourd tree or something people were doing. And yeah, I, yeah. My my uh, father-in-law had those. First, he had, had real ones, and then he had some that were made out of uh, another material that would last longer that he had for the Martins to attract those to keep keep the mosquitoes out of the landscape. Yeah. Oh, okay. Had them up on I, big poles. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I see. That's why I see a lot of right. people here because I'm – yeah. Well, I'm pretty much all over Raleigh, so I see a lot of different things. Yeah, gourds have a lot of. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't eat one whole, but <laughs> I don't know what they taste. Have you ever eaten any gourd, Nelson? No, sir. Okay, and I don't no, plan sir. on it. <laughs> no, <laughs> Before sir. I ask, Rufus is not so. 
I was going to send you guys a picture of that thing, that uh, that greenhouse, and uh, see what you all thought. But I, was, I didn't quite know how to do that. Is there a – Well, you can you can send, you put it on the, the WPTF Weekend Gardener Facebook page, or you can send it to me, M. Rayleigh, R-A-L-E-Y, at Curtis Media, C-U-R-T-S. Uh, C-U-R-T-I-S, rather. Curtis Media. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. M. Rayleigh at okay. Curtis Media. We got gotcha. That. Yeah, that, that'll work out because it was a success. I know I've got some ideas from y'all on that before I started the construction of it, but between me and Stubby, we got it done, and and Stubby's get, still giving us fertilizer. I, I, her and Prince has turned 11 this year, and they're still uh, – Stubby, she's still giving the chicken fertilizer, and Prince is keeping her safe. And I – how about that? They're rolling on. Uh huh. You call your wife Stubby? Oh no, that's my chicken. Oh okay. No, I, thought, no, <laughs> I, I was getting all mixed up. Nelson was looking at me, and I, I was mixed up. I'm sorry. Okay. Don't you remember oh, no, when he called? Lady, my, my boss lady's punking. I thought you were uh, talking about your wife and daughter, uh, no, Stubby yeah, and Princess. I knew yeah. another time I was on, and he had Stubby. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah, I miss things here and there. Our, our, our didn't you, Rufus? Didn't you think he, she, he was talking about his wife? I thought so. Yeah, yeah. You got to be a little clearer, Ray. Uh, I'm sorry. No, somebody's <laughs> checking. My wife was punking. Okay, but I, gotcha. I didn't know you know punking, so I usually call her the boss lady. Oh uh, yeah, I, uh, that's uh, that's a good idea. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, I appreciate the help. And all yeah, that. yeah. Good luck with that. All right, well, you have a good day. I'm going to go to a festival and cast you. All right, well. Come back sober, Ray. <laughs> All right, podcast day. I've been through there 100 miles an hour before. Uh oh. With Cousin Bill. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Uh, Ruth is in Georgia. Ruth, are you really in Georgia? Uh, Ruth. Yeah, Ruth, are you? where are you calling from? Raleigh. Raleigh, okay. Uh, I need to know where I can find. Georgia grass fertilizer. I went to a prominent place the other day and asked for some fertilizer to put on zoysia, and they said they'd never heard of that. They'd never heard of zoysia? Or Georgia? No, they'd never heard of a particular one grass fertilizer that you used on it. He yeah, that, that, it may be, maybe they only sell it in Georgia. Well, uh, I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you're saying you went to a place and you asked for fertilizer for zoysia? Yes, and they said they'd never heard of that. I said, would you help me read on all of these packages to see? And, of course, he didn't think he wanted to do that. He didn't say that. Well, none, nonetheless, uh, there there are warm season fertilizers yeah, for, for zoysia. Um, so. What is that number, and where can I find it? Uh, well, garden centers should have um, yeah, fertilizer yeah. for you in Georgia. I'm not sure where in Georgia you are, but there's Habersham's. I'm not uh, in Georgia. I'm in Raleigh. Where's your grass? Where's your zoysia? Uh, in in Raleigh. Okay. Well, I, I don't know where the Georgia came from. Is this something that somebody in Georgia recommended? Either. Uh, no, I'm originally from Georgia, but I haven't lived there for 60-some years. Uh-huh. So you're just looking for a warm-season grass fertilizer. Yeah, Fertilone makes a, a great uh, warm-season grass seed. Where Any, I find it? Where in Wake County are you? South, north, west, east? 
Uh, I'm in Raleigh. Yeah. On, on Falls of the Noose Road. Okay, uh-huh. go to Homewood Garden Center or um, Logan's Logan. downtown. Logan's, yeah. Homewood, uh, all of them will have a warm season fertilizer that they will glad gladly help you with for your zoysia and i think uh, and is she looking for a zero know, number yeah the, 1648 is what the extension service in north carolina recommends generally for fertilizing okay, well, the 16 is is the nitrogen. nitrogen and you don't want too much nitrogen uh, okay. out there so well he he didn't seem to know what it was all about, and I. Yeah. He said he would put that turf builder on it, and I said, "Well, I think that would burn it up." Well, just turf builder won't burn it up. Is it turf oh, it won't. Well, uh, no. You're I, looking for a slow release fertilizer, which is very, very common yeah. now, and they're different. Uh, Fertilizer analysis, which are the three numbers that you see, the percentage numbers, and six, but the sixteen four eight, I think would work well if you can find something similar to that. Just just something um, very very low in nitrogen uh, works better. There's some that have a pretty high number for nitrogen, up to thirty or so, but you, you probably don't need that. Uh, but slow release, as long as you apply it and water it in, apply it at the correct rate, it uh, shouldn't burn anything. Is is one time this summer enough fertilizer for that? Usually a couple of times. And I, if I could recommend that you you can you can find online. Do you go online very much? And nope. To go to, okay. Well, you can Here call. You, uh, you can call the. Wake County Cooperative Extension Service, and they can probably, I guess they still do this, uh, they can send you a, a book called Carolina Lawns, or you can get a leaflet that has a calendar of when to fertilize and how to take care of zoysia. Okay, well, I was thinking that at one time years ago that you at least did it twice. Yeah, I think it's a couple of times yeah. for for most of the warm season grasses, and yeah. you know well, June June is usually a, a time when we do that, and and you don't want to get too late with the fertilizer. So July July would be if you haven't done it yet, July would be a good time to do it. Well, I was sort of uh, taken back when they said they'd never heard of that. Well, anyway, I, I don't know. I can't speak for it go. can't speak for them. Don't worry about it. A lot of people do know what you're talking about. Okay, good. Yeah. So I can get this. At, at you can get a warm season fertilizer for for that will work on any type of of lawn grass. Yes, ma'am. In this area. Okay. Well, thank you so much. You're so nice to you're call welcome. us, Ruth. And and uh, have you are you a long time listener? Or are you just joining yes. us? Yes. Well, bless your heart. Thank you so much. For years and years and years and years. Well, why haven't you called us before? I have. Oh, you have. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, I'm. Thank you knew where to come to find out, didn't you? Yes, I certainly did. All right. Well, you you let us know if you have any more trouble, and we'll put Rufus on the case. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, now I, I think the fellow that talked to you must have been had been in the appliance <laughs> department. I don't anything. <laughs> well, I'm sure he'll be well late, uh, uh, later. So, uh, thank you so much. Thank you, Ruth. Appreciate you calling. All right. We'll, uh, 
give you the telephone number, 919-860-9783, and we'll talk to J.C. Knowles coming up. It's 1023. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Yeah, we're back at 1027, 1028. And I th- before we go to JC, I think we got uh, Bobby back. Bobby, uh, we lost Bobby. He got right on the air, and we lost him. Bobby, we're, we apologize about that. How can we help you? It was not your problem. My phone gave up. All right. Well, w- Look, what? I got, a, I got a large, I had a large azalea at the edge of the yard. Been there about 35 years. I dug it up and planted some vegetables. Uh, green beans, tomatoes, and okra plants did great. But my squash plants, after about one gathering of squash, the, the vines were rather, fairly rank, which indicated to me maybe too much fertilizer. But anyway, they rotted off right up at the at the, uh, at the the ground, at ground level. you have any idea what caused that? It's probably boars, because they will sneak in there. Yeah, that's the most common it, it just, thing pretty much disintegrates right there around the collar. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what happens. All right, what is any, is any pre-treatment for that because they're gone now? <laughs> the next the, time I plant them. Uh, well, I mean, this sounds crazy, but I actually will wrap like aluminum foil yeah. and zigzag it around the stem. Um, I'll put it around the collar when I first plant it, but then I'll have to add more, and I've been uh, negligent at doing that this year, so I'm, I'm having... The same thing get into mine you can do um some sprays um i believe you can use spinosad um and that that tends to be uh, is that organic. a bacterial thing or yes yeah, yeah. And, hmm. and and you can also use uh pymethrins on it um not permethrins but pymethrins um and that that will be effective as well all right, let me ask you another question. Hold on, uh, Bobby, and uh, we've got to take a break for news, and, and we'll be right back. And we'll have Bobby and, and J.C. Uh, Knowles and uh, Mike from Hillsboro on here on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. It's 10.36, WPTF time. Mike Crayley here, and we've got Lou, uh, Rufus Edmonston with us and Nelson Cox. Ann Clapp is uh, going to be back with us next week. And back to Bobby uh, quickly. Bobby, you had another question? Yes. Uh, the uh, You mentioned the spray for the for the uh, uh, squash. I thought you said spinosad. Could you spell that, please? Uh, yes, yeah, spinosad. It's S-P-I-N-O-S-A-D. Okay. All right, uh, the, I'll get some of that. Uh, got cucumber vines, and I think it's got powdery mildew. Would oak oil spray handle that or some other kind, something else? Uh, yes, you could do the, the neem oil or, or a light horticulture oil. And also, um, you know, I mentioned the pymethrins. That's P-Y-R-T-H, uh, I guess, M-E-N, pymethrin. Yeah, but don't get it mixed up. Okay. Yeah, don't get the permethrin, P-E-R. Get the P-Y-R. Okay. Yeah. One final question. Uh, potatoes, potatoes. 
My red potatoes grew very well, but they got eaten underground. Was that molds of old? <laughs> That's so funny. Um, Mike, our buddy Teresa, you know, with the yeah, yeah, she yeah, just yeah. texts me that she has uh, potatoes that are being eaten by voles, or she went to dig some, and the little vermin, I won't tell you what word she used, yeah. um, are eating her taters, and mm. they're in a raised bed. So I was suggesting... Uh, there's not really anything you can do now, but I was suggesting to use like um, some kind of mechanical barrier next go around, like a screen mesh. Um, you know, get the the uh, wire mesh, or it's not even wire now. It's kind of a plastic mesh that you'd put literally on screen doors or uh, areas now, screen porches, and just line your bed with that, or create a moat with it to uh, next time you plant potatoes to prevent them from you know, working their way up towards the root of the potatoes. Good suggestion. I had some in it. I had enough of them, too. So oh, okay. Thank, well, thank that's great. Yep. I appreciate the advice. Nothing like new potatoes. Thank right. you very much, Bobby. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Brother J.C. Knowles is with us. Good morning to you, J.C. Hey, greetings to you. Happy Fourth of July to all of you. That's yes, right. You, are you decked out <laughs> in your uh, Uncle Sam outfit? or? No, uh... I uh, I have to stay home, you know, look after the the wife. Yeah. So I won't be able to go to any of the parades and all. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to find time to call y'all to wish y'all a happy fourth. And I tell you that I've been reading the last couple of days the history of the Battle of Gettysburg. Oh, wow, yeah. And, and it was in July the 1st through the 3rd in 1863. And North Carolina had 14,000 men in that three-day battle, and they lost 6,000, oh, which is 40% of uh, North Carolina, I think, but, lost the, the most soldiers <laughs> in, in the war? Uh, yeah, North Carolina lost more than any other Confederate state in the war. Right. And they lost uh, more than any of them in the, uh, in the Battle of Gettysburg. You know, I always think of those those soldiers, especially when it's hot, and the those wool uniforms that they wore. Yeah, wearing. it. Uh, I can I can imagine how it would be if they if even if they had any uniform. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if it, it was a rough. <clears throat> of course, folks don't want to relive or, or study the Civil War. It has other connotations. Right. It seems like, but uh, I think it's. Uh, certainly, North Carolina played a significant role in that war. Certainly did, and and uh, the Battle of Gettysburg was cer- certainly uh, one an interesting one to study. Uh, yeah, those three days. Uh, there were over fifty thousand troops that fought on those three days, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it it was a tremendous loss. Yeah, have you been? Have you, have you been to Gettysburg? No, I haven't. I sure would love to go. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, it's it's really something. It's very moving. I've I've been there with Senator yeah. Irvin, right? Who knew his Civil War battlegrounds, right? By heart. Yeah, I I know when I first started dating Melissa, and even after we uh, got married, I would drag her to some of these uh, battlegrounds and uh, all over Virginia, mainly. Yeah. North North Carolina has two monuments up yeah. there uh, in the. Uh, yeah. Cemetery, but it's it's but very I, it's I'm very interesting. Out. I'm uh, I mean, uh, as you know, Rufus, uh, Monday we uh, was my ninety third birthday. Absolutely, and we 
we sure did enjoy you being at the Good Old Boys Club. And thank you, JC, for reprinting the Weekend Gardener article on my mother, the church yeah, lady. that's right. Yeah, and I, I've had two or three of the members to uh, compliment you on it. Yeah. Well, thank you. Good articles, and that's, uh, that's in the current Weekend Gardener magazine. Well, I got a I got a couple little short ones for you today. All right, hit us. This guy boarded the train, sat down beside Ella, and after a brief conversation, the man pulled out his wallet and showed him a picture of his wife and said, "Now, isn't she beautiful?" And the other man said, "Lord, if you think she's beautiful, you ought to see my wife." He said, "Why is she a hot uh, number two? He said, "No, she's an optometrist." <laughs> <laughs> oh, JC. And then uh, this woman went to see the pharmacist to get some antidepressant pills. Looked out and told us that, "Ma'am, do you get dep- antidepressant pills? You need a proper prescription. Just showing your marriage certificate, your husband's picture ain't enough." <laughs> <laughs> oh, JC, that's a good one. You're too much. All right, Joe, have a happy weekend. Happy weekend to you, my friend. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Always love hearing from Brother J.C. Knowles. He he knows so much about history and antiques. He's just I can just sit down and and just listen to J.C. He used to have a show on WPTF many years ago. Uh, You know, all the pollen that uh, we've had and just all the heat and dust and stuff it gets gets to your car just as bad as it gets to you sometimes check on those filters in your car and by golly if unless you're really really cold natured you've been using that air conditioning in your car haven't you and you need to get that checked occasionally to make sure it's working properly and you really need to run that air conditioning system year-round so you can and probably you do a lot with your uh, heating system during the winter to help defog things and so forth, but uh, that it really helps lubricate the air conditioning system when you do that. So run it year round. Get the folks at King's Auto Service to check all of those things. They can check every part of your car. They can give it a once over if you want, or you can just get your battery checked. Uh, that's always a good thing because you just never know when those things are going to go out. And and get those cabin air filters check not just the one under the hood get the cabin air filter uh, fixed and if you have a hybrid vehicle they have certified hybrid technicians at king's and they can get you a high voltage battery pack and uh, you know take care of that car so around 150,000 miles is kind of the average but some last a lot longer than that uh, some of those hybrid batteries but you you Go to King's, and they will take care of you no matter the problem. King's Auto Service, and they also have King's Correct Lube, so you can get you a quick oil change. Easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. We'll talk to Mike in Hillsborough and Scott in Johnston County straight ahead on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country. 
the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. That's a fact. Goes back to 1945. Yeah. And, uh... You're listening to The Weekend Gardener on WPTF. And, uh, you know, if you're tired of mosquitoes, you can win a backyard treatment for the, your uh, mosquitoes that uh, hang around here and there. Mosquito Shield is is giving that away here on WPTF, and they are pollinator-friendly. Now, the winners will be chosen from the Mosquito Shield service area of Wake County. And uh, I think uh, tomorrow is when we'll... Uh, do the drawing. So go ahead and get your entry in to uh, win a backyard treatment for mosquitoes from Mosquito Shield. You can go to WPTF.com. Uh, just scroll down and you'll find the Mosquito Free Summer ad. Lady scratching her. She's barefooted and she's scratching her leg. So you don't you don't want to be in that position, do you? No. Scratching your legs? Okay. <laughs> well, go ahead and register for that. Mike is in Hillsboro. Mike, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. How are you? We uh, we are great, I think, as I speak for my co-hosts. I just wanted to make a comment about the lady calling about the fertilization of the zoysia. Uh-huh. Uh, first thing is, if she went to a garden center and they said they'd never heard of zoysia grass, she needs to not go back she there. She needs to run! <laughs> <laughs> um, I was trying to be delicate uh, about that. Uh, but uh, zoysia does not require a lot of fertilizer. You can, That's true. You can use Scott's Turf Builder on it. Uh, usually the best time to do that is in the spring. Um, but zoysia seems to be doing quite well just on its own. Uh, the product that I, I have, Emerald Zoysia, and mm-hmm. the product that I use on mine is um, called Ironite, and it will not burn. And it will make it very, very green and lush. How about that? Ironite. Yeah, we've uh, we've had, uh, they've been sponsors on the show, and, and that's a real interesting product. And you, you can buy that even at Walmart. In fact, I bought some yesterday. Sure, you can buy that most any place. Now, is, is any of your emerald zoysia in less than six hours of sun? Yeah, about that. Because yeah. I, I, I've been told that the emerald zoysia works works uh, fairly well, and I'm surprised that well, somebody emerald, in... uh, of all the different varieties of, it, of, of zoysia, and I think there's about six of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, the emerald is the one that tolerates shade the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the real fine to... bladed. Uh, that's that's one of the older varieties too. Yeah, the uh, cashmere is a very nice one too, and I think it tolerates uh, shade pretty well. Mm. Um, but it's um, it, it's a great grass, and I highly recommend it. Uh, it's it's uh, and the the emerald will stay green until usually around Thanksgiving, unless we have a really biting right. breeze. Yeah, that's right. And it's a great grass. It really thing, is. The other thing I'd like to make a, a mention about is the uh, purple martins. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need, uh, where their house is, whether it's gourds or a birdhouse or birdhouse hotels that they really like, they need a minimum of 50, uh, feet of air, open airspace. Because what they do is just cruise around their, uh, birdhouse and eat mosquitoes. Right. And they can eat up to 3,000 mosquitoes a day. And they sure do fly fast. They are... They're like missiles. 
Uh, we see them down at the beach a lot. It would keep them from running into each other. I know. It's amazing. They have uh, down at the beach uh, under our uh, – um, uh, near near the house out there on the water. They're up, I don't know if they're on the seawall or where their nest is, but they fly in and out. Of, uh, but that's amazing in the evening to see them doing that. But they're, they're great, great birds to have around. Um, we we used to have a, a, a historian that lived in Hillsborough named Dr. Charles Blake, and he was uh, uh, tracked birds, and he had a lot of uh, purple martins in his house. Mm. And he actually knew where his birds went to in the winter in, in South America. Oh, wow. He he bur- he banded them, and he, he found out where his birds uh, tracked to. Very, That's very cool. Wow. Yeah. I've always wanted to know how, how they get across the water. Yeah. Uh, I never did get a chance to ask him that before he passed away. Yeah, it's it's but, amazing to to follow to follow that uh, with bird bird habits, birding habits, amazing animals. But I I do enjoy the program, and um, as uh, the former head of the program used to say, keep them growing. Keep them growing. Yes, indeed, John H. Harris. Professor Emeritus, NC State. You take care, Mike. Thank you. Yes, sir. Bye. Thank you very much. Scott is in Johnston County. Hey, Scott. Hey, hello. Yes, sir. Good morning. Good morning uh, to you. How can we help you? I couldn't help but Chuck Rufus while ago when he said he was campaigning in Clay County and wound up in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. The work Clay County and where he wound up was Towns County, Georgia. <laughs> but, uh, a lot of people down east don't realize how close you are to Georgia when you get that far out. You sure are. I know Rufus is from Watauga County, but that's still a whole different part of the state. But, uh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm headed there on side, <clears throat> next week. Outside of Hayesville, the county seat, the city of Atlanta, 95 miles. People just don't realize how close you are. That's right. When you're in Watauga but County, anyway, you're, uh, you can get into uh, Tennessee before you know it. If you're in right. Watauga, yeah. We can head out to Cherokee County, and it borders Georgia and Tennessee. Right. Where Mercy is. That's yeah. right. I used to work those counties. And oh, wow. It was a pleasant experience. Yes, sir. Beautiful country. But my uh, question is about muscadine grapes. I trimmed mine back in February. I trim them back pretty good. But I know I sometimes I'll go to Duplin County or even Yakin, and they really cut them back. But, um. I've got a lot of lush growth right now. I've got some vines that are almost touching the ground. Now, that's beyond the fruit that has formed. Am I better off to try to cut those off, or should I leave? Um, I mean, you can trim them back. Um, It's not going to hurt the plant. Um, I just think that, you know, it keeps the the plant itself a little bit cooler if you— you know what I'm saying, preventing the sun from coming in, but um, it, it also can, it also has, you know, an adverse effect too, where you don't really have a warning if there's wasps or bees uh, in there versus if, you know, it is a little bit open, you kind of have a skirt. So either way is, is fine. True. So cutting them back is not going to enhance the, um, the size of the grape. It will not. Okay. All right. Well, I'll probably just leave well enough alone in because they're doing pretty good. 
That's right. Well, I appreciate it. Y'all have a good weekend. Scott, take care. Appreciate you taking the time to call us. Scott, thank you. We're talking about Western North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, I used to work 16 counties up there, Rufus, including yours. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What were were you with, Scott? Yeah. I was with uh, the Crop Science Department with North Carolina State University. We was uh, worked for an associate professor, and we uh, worked with tobacco farmers up there and county personnel. Good old oh. burly tobacco. Yeah. Yep, yep. I, I miss it. How be, how, what was the biggest burly tobacco field you ever saw? Well, it would probably be in Madison County. You might see a field that uh, would go 10 to 15 acres. Oh. And then you could go down the road and might see one that's a tenth of an acre. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think the, the biggest in Wachtog County grower. was a two-acre thing yeah. in Cove Creek. Hmm. How about that? Yep. Well, I'm uh, glad you shared. My boss said we used to work from the Georgia line to the Virginia line, meaning like from Cherokee County up to Allegheny. Um, back, you know, back when I first started as a young man in the 80s, didn't have GPS or anything. Right. I'd wind up accidentally in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, then, That's don't right. You? It's easy to do. But, uh, but I, I finally learned my way around up there, and it was an enjoyable experience. Well, so good to talk to you, Scott. Thank you. Yeah, boy, y'all have a good one. Yes, sir. Thanks. Bye-bye. Miss Nelson, you brought so many things we didn't talk about all of them. The butterfly bushes, everybody needs a budley eye. They're looking good this year. I've seen some really pretty ones. Yeah, they're beautiful, and there's so many uh, colors and um, and. and size variabilities but they're fragrant yeah a little um, like a honey yeah <clears throat> you you get the the little humming moths you get the little skippers butterflies uh poll- other pollinators um so they're just a lot of fun they're beautiful and, and you put brought some yellow yellow flowers mm-hmm. uh, we got about um, 20 cone, seconds cone flowers and black-eyed susans um prairie flowers and um so you know perennials for summer come get you some Got a sale going on at the Garden Hut in Fuquay Verena. Bogos on herbs and bistros 25% off. All right. We'll see you soon, Miss Nelson. Thank you. All righty. Brother Rufus, a uh, pre-happy birthday to you. Well, thank you very much, Mike. We'll talk more about and that Nelson. next week. Good to be with Nelson again. All right. 